Stevie B. Your brother Steven is my favorite Baldwin brother. One part KMC. Found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. Now on the BMX Radio Network, it's Baldwin McCullough Radio. Talking about the dilemmas of life that no one else will. And trying to make sense of it all. Three nights ago, the president promised to call us out. You here today are that hope and change. Three days later, Mr. President, here we are! Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough. Saturday Night Baldwin McCullough Live. I'm Stevie B. He's KMC. 888. What's the number? 340-3373. Yes. You just got mad at me. You just, you just, you balled your hand into a fist, and 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 with with irritation and slight anger, <laughs> pounced it onto the uh, the the console here. Because sometimes I feel like I'm co-hosting this show with the little thing from the Lorax or something. And what would be wrong with that? <laughs> Don't be racist against Lorax, sisters. <laughs> I don't think Lorax is a race. By the way, if you're just tuning See? in. Uh, Senator Rick Santorum won Louisiana. Now the question becomes, if he gets greater than 50%, he gets all of the delegates, and he's at 49% right now uh, in the in the tally that's in. Does that mean he wins? In. Does that mean he just becomes well, the nominee? He, he went, no. Oh. <laughs> no, but he would get no? all 20 delegates for the state of Louisiana. Is that good? That would be good. If he won that, could he, could he, could he, could he become the nominee? Um, he, he, it's, it's an important step in becoming the nominee. Why know? did Trump say yesterday... Because he does this thing called Trump Tuesday now. I, I don't care what Trump said, but go ahead, ask me anyway. Why did Trump say it is mathematically impossible for Santorum to get the nomination? Is that true? Uh, I don't know if that's completely true or not. But actually, technically, now it's it's possible that all th- uh, all four of the candidates could be blocked from getting the nomination. In which case, a brokered convention would transpire. And you would have Thank God folks, in my life. folks voting yeah. for whoever they... Wanted to so he, mathematically is a very loose term in right. the world of Trump, as his tax <laughs> records show. Uh, Ouch! Won't be seeing you on Apprentice anytime soon. Uh, I, I wasn't worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that was actually going to be the case anyway. Um, so it's nine minutes past the hour. Thank you for joining us. Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. Just before we get to our next topic, I just want to. I have to I have to gripe about something. No. Sean Payton, former head coach of the, or I guess still current head coach of the New Orleans Saints, and uh, the Jeff, what's his name, that got sent over to the St. Louis Rams to become the defensive coordinator for them, both suspended this week, one of them for a lifetime, one of them for a year, for conducting what they called a bounty system Yeah. when the Saints went to the Super Bowl in, in recent years. And basically this consisted of uh, throwing a bunch of money in the pot and then paying players rewards for taking other significant players out and everything that you never want your kids to ever experience in sports uh just you know is symbolized by that in contrast uh tim tebow getting the backhand of a (laughs) of a city's uh ungrateful spirit uh as he got slapped uh, across the country all the way to new york to become a new york jet this week um Actually, I'm kind of happy about this because now I can just root for the Jets unapologetically. 
Uh, and maybe, who knows, maybe Tim Tebow will have a you know, positive impact on Rex Ryan and some of those guys. But what is going on with, I mean, I, I was so disturbed to hear that a head coach, a general manager, a defensive coordinator would not only know about but not even move to stop a bounty system that was taking place in professional sports. Uh, terrible, terrible example for our young boys. And since I'm the father of two, I, I worry about that stuff anyway as it is. But I'm glad they got suspended. I'm glad they got bounced. I don't like the Saints anyway. I think Drew Brees is a halfway classy guy. Um, I, I don't like much of any of the rest of the uh, team. Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. But that's not what we're talking about. Not tonight. Uh, we, we've we've been discussing the Trayvon Martin case, but um, and we'll take your calls uh, on any of the topics we discuss. If you want to continue to discuss them, triple eight three four zero three three seven three. But Stephen, you were reading today, and there was a there was a topic that really bothered you quite badly. Well, you know, I'm 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 just uh, horribly perplexed today uh from the president uh to um <clears throat> this this um <clears throat> pardon me i'm hacking up a lung over here um i i i, I, I surfing around the web and, and i find out they announced today <clears throat> pardon me they announced today this new piece of information uh they they find a police report from 1998 about uh this fellow Sandusky, uh, with the whole Penn State pedophile situation, and th- they say that that something happened in 1998. There was a- again some incident uh, that was reported to the police, uh, and the police in turn went to Penn State, and a therapist or a psychologist, uh, Elisa Chambers. Okay is her name, Mm -hmm. who in 1998 warned Penn State police uh, about Jerry Sandusky's behavior, telling them, quote, that Sandusky had showered naked with an 11-year-old boy and hugged him, and that, again, it was her professional opinion, after interviewing the boy, interviewing the situation, finding out about Sandusky, uh, that Sandusky's behavior fit a likely pedophile pattern. That was in 1998. Uh, and, and I'm sitting here, and, and then there's an article here that is the one I'm referencing now that, that is, is uh, uh, coming from NBC News. And uh, it says... Uh, no, pardon me. I'm going to go back to something. I want to go to this Associated Press reference because I want to read uh, a, a, another kind of statement here about all this. It says here in the Associated Press about the very same story. In 2002, four years after the 1998 investigation, prosecutors say then-graduate assistant Mike McQuarrie caught Sandusky sexually assaulting a boy in the football showers. McQuarrie reported what he saw to Coach Paterno, who in turn reported the allegation to you. Right, we all know that part of the story. That was what uh, ended up costing Paterno his job. Right. Right. But you're saying before all of this. I'm saying that a a, a psychologist, four years. Prior to this stuff. Prior to the the more horrible things that 
transpired un under the hand of this guy. Use the word pedophile. And I, I read this to them. So they're going, wait a second. Wait, 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 here we go again. Here we go again. Uh, you know, God bless America, land of the free, home of the brave, liberty for all, innocent until proven guilty. And I'm sitting here going, when's it going to be about that kid in the shower in 2002? When is it going to be about... What do you mean by that? What I mean by that is my wife and I were involved in the closing of a pornography store before it opened. Mm -hmm. Because we did the research and found out what types of people come around those types of places, mm -hmm. particularly this one. And I was raised a certain way. And that way was, don't wait for the guy to come around your neighborhood to rape somebody's kid. Shut the porn store down first. So the psychologist said, this Sandusky guy, likely pedophile, what would you have liked to have seen happen? Well, see, that's, that's what's bothering me. My question t tonight about this subject is, in the case of Sandusky, uh, and this was just obviously, in, in, in my opinion, the whole Sandusky thing was just a, a, a complete, completely horribly mishandled situation for decades. It was probably it was a cover up. They knew there was some problem. Didn't want to da 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 da, da and, and now it's all exposed. And it's like similar to Roman Catholic priests for years and years and years. Right. The Roman Catholic Church knew it was a problem. Right. Didn't do anything. But the point of tonight's discussion. The point of tonight's discussion for me is: Does it make more sense here in America in the future to when there's situations like this? Uh, let's say terrorists. Well, the war on terror has to do with Muslim extremists, correct? Yeah. Okay. So does it make sense? And this may sound crazy. Go all the way through the question, though, because I am. you started on Sandusky and now we're talking terrorists. Right. Help me understand. Is it better to potentially do damage control in advance? How? Well, in the case of terrorists... Do we... How about in the case of Sandusky? In the case of Sandusky, any time any questionable behavior occurs in relation to pedophile, this, that, the other, any, any type of... You know, somebody hugs a kid in a shower. That's a little weird, guys. Do you sit there now and say, do, you, do we examine somebody like Sandusky? Coming right back. Hold on. Debate. But have you wanted to weigh in on the GOP presidential nomination process? Now think about what that means. You could put your face and voice on TV talking about the GOP race for free. Rick, I make enough mistakes in what I say. Not Get all the details at TheBingeThinker.com and click on Voice Your Opinion. TheBingeThinker.com. Congressman Paul, who's right? <laughs> I think they're all wrong. <laughs> Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 
98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke, broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. For you, is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. You've heard the 19 debates, but have you wanted to weigh in on the GOP presidential nomination process? Now think about what that means. You could put your face and voice on TV talking about the GOP race for free. Rick, I make enough mistakes in what I say. Get all the details at TheBingeThinker.com and click on Voice Your Opinion. TheBingeThinker.com Com. Congressman Paul Zane. He's right. <laughs> I think they're all wrong. <laughs> Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Baldwin, did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free. A CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance, but also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES Project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. Caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. Caresproject.com. Baldwin McCullough Live, Saturday night, uh, Kevin McCullough and Stephen Baldwin. And our phone number is 888-340-3373, 888 And that number is good even after we're off the air. You can leave a voicemail for us. We'll listen to them, harvest them, use them. Uh, 888-340-3373. Stephen has uh, picked the topic for hour two tonight. And uh, the if I understand you thus far, Mr. Baldwin, uh, Mr. Sandusky, it's just been revealed. I mean, I saw the stories today. It just came out a few hours ago. That a psychologist, some four years before even the Penn State uh, people saw things that were bad, 
uh, in interviewing a child that had had contact with Sandusky, labeled him a likely pedophile. And you believe there's possibly something she could have done in advance to stop the harm that came, eventually well, came I, to others. I certainly think there's something Penn State could have done. Okay. Obviously. So my question is, should we in the future here in the United States of America potentially violate individual rights by possibly profiling individuals who demonstrate behavior that could lead to problems, damaging, hurtful, murder, whatever, of, of, of sexual assault, whatever, of people in the future? Is it better to do damage control in the future? Like if somebody displays some kind of strange behavior sexually, should we kind of earmark that person's record and keep an eye on them? Or if somebody, and, and here's this is a crazy one, Muslim Americans mm -hmm. should 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 Muslim Americans who have made radical statements, even though they're not radicals themselves, Muslim Americans that have you know should they all be asked the question, what, what's your position on jihad? Because what if you get a guy who's a Muslim American who's 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 minded his own business, and you sit him down and you say, so so how do you feel about all this? What what do you, what's, what's your opinion? about jihad and the guy goes well you know I, I don't think this and that but you know probably down the line who knows I might just like uh, kill a couple infidels what, what if he says that in an interview so with and so I, what would you propose doing to them I, I don't know my question is it doesn't make it's like this Kevin uh -huh. it's like it's like when we release prisoners from prison for certain crimes and they do it again why do we do that why is there this continued problem in America where when there's signs of a problem, we let it go? And then all of a sudden, somebody's kid is dead. Or somebody's kid got raped. Or, you know what I mean? It, it just it seems to me. So I pose the question, should we change the laws in America in the future? I'm not saying we should. I'm asking the question, is it better to do damage control for the future by trying to profile certain people, and I don't mean Muslims, you know, obviously there is a huge number, probably in the 90 whatever ethnic percentile of Muslim Americans that are wonderful people, they love their faith, they're law-abiding citizens, blah, 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 blah. I use that as a, an extreme example. But it just in the case of Sandusky, in 98, a, a psychotherapist said, this guy's a pedophile. He's showing he's dead. A likely pedophile. Okay, a likely pedophile. Right. Four years later, somebody eyewitnesses pedophile activity, nothing happens, and then you got 15 different people over 25 years come forward to go, yeah, he did it to me. Should we avoid those things in the future? By, by, by trying to weed out these types of situations? Or does it just go on the way it always has and everybody's free to have the, you know, the, the freedom that they deserve and yada, yada, yada? 888-340-3373 if you've got an answer to Stephen's question. 888-340-3373. 888-340-3373. And specifically, the question is, should we start to implement ideas that potentially violate individual rights in order to protect people in the future. They made a movie about this. What's it called? Well, Tom Cruise starred in it. It's that thing where he was uh, 
Uh, they had some sort of technology where they could predict you were going to pre- uh, commit a crime prior to doing it. Huh. And um, th- th- the story of the film was that um, the system could be manipulated and criminals ultimately figured out how to manipulate it and cover up certain wrongdoing and then it protected a few people that were able to do wrong. Huh. Um, I, I'll give you my reaction. I, I generally don't think it's a good idea for us to do profiling or advance um, uh, predicting of people's wrong behavior. And I think that it could have been avoided if when that psychologist in the Sandusky case had a student that was saying, he hugged me and it made me feel bad, if she hadn't stayed quiet about it. Like if she had reported that to the authorities and said, uh, she did. this man was... She re- that, that wasn't clear in what you read. She she reported to the Penn State Police. Penn State law enforcement was told, it's my opinion that assistant coach displays behavior that is likely to lead... That's all to- speculative, though. Like, she needed to say, on this date, he showered with this child, and... Well, at that time, that wasn't known. No, was, that was, was what she based it on. There was an accusation of it. Right. right. And she an counseled the victim of that. So my question is, why didn't the school bring him in, or why isn't there a law in place that when that happens, they sit Sandusky down for an hour and ask him 60 questions, and they rig him to some electronic probe that registers his answers, and guess what? If it comes back, wow, he's likely to be a pedophile. Then they remove him. Why don't we do that? So you remove people based on the likelihood that they're going to do something instead of them actually doing it? That's my question. I don't know. I think you're in deep trouble there. Well, let me ask you a question. If I get a DUI, uh-huh. and then I get another DUI, i got to get three, right, before you take my license away or before any criminal activity is implemented. But before the third one, if I crash into a bus and it goes off a bridge and kills 30 people, what about the 30 people? Well, it's an unjust... Well, I'm sorry, demise what? for them. Well, no, but the, 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 there would be the families of the 30 people that said, I, I, "Why was this guy given three chances to do this?" Well, and then so some so some idiot in some state capital writes a law and says, "Okay, you only get two chances to do it." And then somebody else gets killed at another time. When you start writing laws based on these isolated incidents, you generally write very bad laws. Mm-hmm. Generally horrible laws that do infringe on people's rights get written and what you end up with is a is a huge nanny state that's trying to control everything i i think that what you need to do is you need to say uh this guy molested children and when you have evidence of that you you can his backside you throw him in prison you do whatever you do to people that do that and then and then you go on um and if the police didn't do that at this point in time, I don't think another law saying, well, he had the likelihood that he was going to commit that. Because that gets into the whole uh, knowing the future. And the truth be known, Stephen, you and I may live our entire lives being normally decent, totally capable human beings. And then one night, something goofy happens and a, and a flip gets switched and you go out and you mow down 40 people with a machine gun in a parking lot somewhere and nobody could see that coming. I could see you doing that, Kevin. So are you going to report me for a likely future murder? No, but 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 like so so let me ask you this question. Hypothetically, you have a friend who has a kid. Oh, kid- hold that question when we get back. Hold on.
Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Ball, Baldwin did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free. A CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance. But also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project Card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. caresproject.com. I'm Hannah. This is my story, and it's not what you think. Provident Films and Samuel Goldwyn present October Baby. Well, three weeks ago, I found out that my entire life is a lie. So I went on a trip. If you find your mother, what will you say? I'm just, I'm just curious. I don't know. From award-winning directors John and Andrew Irwin, a movie about one girl's amazing journey to discover her hidden past. This is my only chance to find out who I really am. I know where your birth mother is. I'm starting to think that I shouldn't have found out about all of this. To find the true power of forgiveness. Why didn't she want me? What's so wrong with me? You have the power to forgive. To choose to forgive. And remind us that every life is beautiful. I didn't see no tissue. I just saw the face of a child. October Baby. In theaters March 23rd. Rated PG-13. Consider the coffee bean. Ever since the dawn of mankind, never has there been a more powerful and potent tool to help you and me get out of bed and do what we need to do on a day-to-day basis. So if you enjoy your coffee, I want you to check out More Than Coffee when you click on TheBingeThinker.com. By going to More Than Coffee and clicking the button, you'll find all kinds of tasty coffees from Costa Rica to Jamaica to Sub-Saharan Africa, across every continent of the globe, be to order the best tasting brands available and for every bag you purchase two dollars will be donated to extreme charities go to things like feeding hungry kids or getting bibles into the hands of those who can't get them in any other way please check out more than coffee and enjoy something much more important with your next cup compliments of extreme charities more than coffee at thebingethinker.com and don't forget to select extreme charities before you check out more than coffee 
at thebingethinker.com. Saturday night, Baldwin McCullough Live, our number 888-340-3373. I knew I'd get it. <laughs> and, Kevo, here's the thing. With 25 minutes left. We're yes. talking about Sandusky. Right. <clears throat> report in 98, he could be a pedophile. 2002, the uh, blatant report, uh, eyewitness account. Right. He does something pedophilishnessness. Uh, and then the whole thing explodes. And, uh, you know, he's he is what he is. Seemingly. Right. So let me ask you this. Let's say you had a friend. Okay. And your friend called you up and said, hey, listen, uh, my daughter was walking home from the school bus, and my next-door neighbor stopped her on the sidewalk and said, you know, I, I had a dream about raping you, and I just wanted to share that with you and just have a nice day. And then two weeks later, the same thing happened. I, I had that dream again. I just, you know, I, I mean, I just thought I'd share that with you. Mm-hmm. So my, my, my question is, mm-hmm. should your friend go to the police about that? Should, should that be reported? And So the daughter's telling my friend. The daughter's telling her father, and the father's your friend. Okay. And he calls you and tells you this and is And some happened. other kid is telling her this. Some other person is telling her this. No. <laughs> Let's say you have a friend <laughs> who has a daughter. Yes. Okay. And walking home from the school bus, your friend's next-door neighbor makes this statement to your friend's daughter. Okay. So my question is, if the guy is demonstrating some kind of a behavior that is outside of the norm, or what is morally, civically, ethically acceptable, do we let it go? No. Oh, okay. He gets so, a restraining order, and if that neighbor speaks to the daughter again, he goes to jail. Well, my question is, is it the law that a restraining order can be put against him for just saying, I had a dream about raping your daughter? Uh, I think that you could make a, a, a case that there's significant threat Well, what if he was just that? a nice guy who just had a horrible dream and he didn't mean anything by it? See, this is what bothers me right. about all this. Okay. What? So, 888-340-3373. But what bothers you? What bothers me is, it seems as though there's this lapse in the law, or certain laws, that allow for after people demonstrate or exude or exemplify certain thoughts, ideas, feelings, this and that, and nothing ever gets done about it, only after it has horribly affected some innocent person, do people turn around and go, oh, well, Jeff, uh, you got you to slap laws against that guy now. So my question is, should there be a change? But I don't think that's what happened. And I guess that's, that's what happened to Sandusky. That, no, that's where I'm confused. No, that's not what happened uh, to Sandusky. There were people that knew of his, um, starting with the psychologist in 98, that knew of his predilection to shower with underage boys and to hug them in the shower. Uh-huh. That could have been reported. 
not to the not to the university police, to the civil author- to the to the authorities, right? To the cops, right. the real cops, not the college cops. But you're making my point right now, which and then well, uh, well, no, what I'm saying is that there are already so many laws out there. So you've got she could have said something. Then the assistant coach didn't go to the authorities. He went to his supervisor. And then the supervisor went to his supervisor. And that supervisor went to the other supervisor and then went up to the other supervisor and then eventually the president of the college. But nobody ever talked to the cops. Like, and in the case of the terrorism thing, that's kind of what the Patriot Act is. Right? Right. Like, if we're monitoring people and they're talking, you know, Empire State Building, bomb, blow it up, you know, we kind of do have a little bit of that kind of, okay, there's reason to be paying attention to this. But there's still, even even at that, there has to be a threshold where they have actually at least threatened an unlawful activity mm-hmm. for them to go get arrested for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's kind of, at least on the terrorism level, what you're already, what we're already doing. And and there's people that hate that. Mm-hmm. But I think that in that case, you're kind of stuck with it. Like, you, you don't want them to, like, wait until they do commit another 9-11 to find out that they were planning one. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that you could do that on the personal level. On the individual domestic citizen level, because my 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 assertion is you're already breaking laws. If that neighbor keeps saying to that daughter, you know, hey, I'm dreaming about raping you. Hey, I had another dream about raping you. That constitutes harassment, sexual harassment. And you get the restraining order and say that guy's a creep and you shouldn't come anywhere near him. Stay with us. In 2012, maybe you've already discovered it's the season of the cold, the flu, even the bronchitis. Have you made too many trips to the doctor, and are you finding that they're getting more and more expensive? Perhaps you have incomplete coverage for your family's health care needs, and you're looking for ways to save on dental, eye care, chiropractic, homeopathic, and other things that most traditional insurances don't cover. What if I told you you could have a doctor standing by 365 days a year for your needs by phone that can give you a consultation and write you a prescription and send it to your pharmacy. What if I told you all of these services would be found in one simple source, the Family Health Passport. For the cost of one doctor's visit, you can give all of this coverage to your family right now. So get online and go to caresproject.com. Click the funny green button at the bottom of the page that says Family Health Passport and discover for yourself just how valuable this passport tool can be for your family's health. That's caresproject.com and click the green button called Family Health Passport. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the Cares Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every Month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com and print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? 
day, look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. Best-selling author and nationally syndicated radio host, Danny Johnson. Why is it important to groom the next generation for success? 14,000 hours of schooling that you and I had from kindergarten just to the 12th grade. Not a single class was on financial wisdom. Not a single hour teaching us the difference between wise and foolish spending. Teaching us really the price that credit card debt really pays on an individual and a family. Not a single class on how to become an entrepreneur, start your own business. Not a single class on even how to motivate and work with other individuals. Not a single class in those areas. And so why is it important to groom the next generation for success? Because right now society is grooming the next generation for accidental failure. Why not discover for yourself the proven strategies for raising the next generation of leaders? Grooming the Next Generation for Success, the book exclusively at dannyjohnson.com. You've heard the 19 debates, but have you wanted to weigh in on the GOP presidential nomination process? Now think about what that means. You could put your face and voice on TV talking about the GOP race for free. Rick, I make enough mistakes in what I say. Get all the details at TheBingeThinker.com and click on Voice Your Opinion. TheBingeThinker.com. Congressman Paul, who's right? (laughs) I think they're all wrong. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Baldwin McCullough Live. Thank you for being here. Want to catch the podcast? BaldwinMcCullough.com. BaldwinMcCullough.com. And uh, you can get uh, up to the last, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight podcasts. You can also just subscribe on iTunes and get them delivered to you uh, totally free and um, uh, fun to listen to, even days later. <laughs> and if not, we'll pay you double your, your, your payment for it if you don't like it. Uh, anyway, BaldwinMcCullough.com. He's Stephen Baldwin. I'm Kevin McCullough. Um. So basically, Stephen, what you're saying is, is that, and I've been trying to figure this out. Yeah. If you, if if it would do good for somebody, and save someone's heartache, then maybe profiling them is the way to go. Yeah. Uh, sharing with a friend of mine, if I can say that, uh, before the program tonight, they asked the same question. They said, "Well, what you're asking is." Does it just make sense to start profiling people in the future about these ideas that you're suggesting? Pedophiles, terrorists, uh, even in regard to immigration. Should we profile people who are coming into the country and if they've had a criminal record or a problem with drugs and alcohol, no, you can't come in. Now, I would be in favor of that. Would you? Yeah. Uh, Criminals and, um, uh, yes, we, we shouldn't be letting criminals in. Well, there you go. Yeah. But I think that there's, here's the thing. I think that there's already kind of those processes 
um, in the way. Someone in the chat room says, what Stephen wants is a sexual predator registry before they're convicted. A possible pre predator registry. Something like that's that. A pretty, that's a pretty interesting idea. It is. But see, here's my argument, though. It's America. You can't convict someone for a crime they didn't commit. But in Sandusky's case, in the case that you illustrated, mm -hmm. that just broke out today, people were just finding out that in 1998, he had actually um, been identified by a psychologist as being a likely predator. I think he was a predator. I think he should have been reported to the police. You don't hug an 11-year-old naked in a shower. Mm. That's sexual assault to me. Yeah. Especially if the kid walked away from it going, I don't feel good about this. Bad enough that he had to go get go see a psychologist. Here's what I want to know. Where were those where was that kid's parents? And why, yeah. why didn't that kid why didn't that kid say, Mom, Dad, this guy did this to me and I felt terrible mm -hmm. because of it? Mm -hmm. And you know what kind of irritates me about this? Is that um I'm going to get myself in trouble for this now. Should I say this? I'm going to say it. 98% of male homosexuals are initiated by an older male. A lot of times, people would call it molestation. There are those in the um, uh, gay activist community that get very offended when you point this out. But it's people like that psychologist that have been trained now because homosexuality has been removed from the American um, diagnosis um, manual as, as, a, as a psychological or psychiatric problem to not look down upon things like what Sandusky did with that boy in advance. Mm -hmm. And so people are they're, they're actually fearful of labeling things stuff like that because of the backlash that they get from folks for pointing the obvious out i'm surprised jackie nobody's calling you're starting to sound like alec now triple eight three four zero three three seven three wow do we have a caller is there a caller on the phone interesting can we get a caller um, let me know when we have a caller <clears throat> you'd think you know that my friends you know made the suggestion out of my idea about profiling people and we got nobody calling up going hey what's your problem yeah 888-340-3373 well, maybe it's to my point maybe just nobody cares whatever they agree with me and say we've already got enough laws on the books we don't need more law we need enforcement of the laws we've got whatever lighten up you guys you 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 conservative christians are just you think too much 888-340-3373 four phone lines open you guys need to calm down 888-340-3373. Dusky hugged a kid in the shower. He, uh, he didn't, you know, he just, he was a little bit of a perv. No, what, come on. Lighten up. No big deal. Yeah, but then like 15 other people came forward that he did it to within 20 years. Eh, you know, it's, just, it's the way things are going. What do you expect? He's getting porn on his iPhone. Yeah, what else is he going to do? He needs an outlet. What's well, you it? bring up an interesting point. You bring up an interesting point. Um, we're, we're not allowed to label that kind of stuff as being indecent or immoral or in any way 
characterly judgmental. You can't say that's a, that's a mark against someone's character mm-hmm. if they if they if they view porn. Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. It's a toll free call. Eight 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 three four zero three three seven three. Um, as soon as she has them screened, we'll we'll see them. I need to just. Does anybody care? But the idea that you profile in advance. That's what uh, Stephen's asking about. And I say, we've got more than enough laws on the books. The problem is not writing more laws to, to trip up more people. It's just enforcing what's already there. So who do you agree with? 888-340-3373, 888-340-3373. Jackie, if we don't screen them quickly, we're going to run. Okay, Elijah's in Hawaii, and he is now with us. Elijah, welcome. You're on with Baldwin and Kevin. Hi. Yeah, how are you guys doing? Good. Welcome, welcome. Hi, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go, go right ahead. We're short on time. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I, you know, uh, homosexuality is homosexuality. And, uh, you know, they try to give it a nickname with pedophilia and stuff like that. And they need to call Elijah, it's, it's two different. Th- hold on, Elijah. It's two different things. Homosexuality is same-sex attraction. Pedophilia is attra- sexual attraction to children. I, no, I, I agree, but, you know, that homosexuality starts somewhere, and sometimes they try to implement it on children, and that's one of the ways of doing it. Well, he's agreeing with you, though. He's agreeing with that statement you made about 98% of it is is implemented by right. an well, older male to a younger That's what psychologists say. Elijah, thanks for the call. 888-340-3373. 888-340-3373. And someone noted in the, in the chat room that a lot of pedophile situations are also homosexual situations, which is true. Heather is in Columbus, Georgia. Heather's in Columbus, Georgia. Hi, Heather. Hey, Kevin. Uh, you're a very patient man. Um, just want to let you know... Well, hold on, and you'll get to explain why. we got to take this hold break. On one second. Coming right back. Patient specialists. In today's ever-changing world economy and job market, you need a competitive edge that sets you apart from the masses. Whether it's your career, your business, your family, your financial or spiritual future, you can't keep doing the same things you've been doing. It's time for a change. First Steps to Success gives you the tools to remap your internal beliefs about yourself, about money, and about others. You'll learn simple but powerful systems to easily create success in any and every environment of your life, as well as insider business building, leadership, marketing skills. Through a unique experiential learning program, best-selling author, strategic life and business coach, Danny Johnson is able to literally transfer her million-dollar success skills into her students, equipping them with a step-by-step formula to radically transform every area of their lives. If you're about experiencing your full potential now and not later, it's time for you to go to First Steps to Success. Go to Danny johnson.com for all of the details that's d-a-n-i johnson.com danny johnson.com danny johnson.com hi kevin mccullough you know when i was writing my new best-selling book no he can't how barack obama's dismantling hope and change our nation was going through the health care debate and one thing was really clear to me from my time on fox news and other venues that i would be called upon to debate the merits the doctors the insurance companies the legislators and the people were all at odds with one another and no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Baldwin, did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage costs 
cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance, but also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES Project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. Caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. Caresproject.com. Rekindle the romance between you and I. <laughs> uh, Volvo McKellar Live, uh, 888-234, what? What now? See, I messed it up. 888 That's the old one. You could just write it down. I'm like a... In a break when you're eating your Pop-Tarts. I'm like a parrot or something. 888-340-3373. Now, who do we, we got holding? Break, because When we went to break, Heather was holding, and she's still holding. So, hey, hey, Heather. Hey, Heather, what, what do you mean Kevin's a patient man? You mean because he's got to work with me every Saturday night? Yes, Stevie B. I just want to pinch your cheeks and tell you how cute you are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks. exactly right. Aww. Um, uh, yeah. Okay, don't get I'm taking that as a compliment. That's my story, and I'm sticking with it. It is. It is. Thank um, you. I, I just want to agree completely with Kevin. We've got way too many laws on the books, way too many. And and we cannot, we cannot, look at the poor man, was it at Rutgers, who was put in jail for supposedly what he thought about a homosexual. Hmm. He didn't get sentenced that long sentence because of what he did. He was a he he did something stupid, but he did not deserve that long term. Well, you make a lot of sense, and I agree with everything you said, but I disagree with your agreeing with Kevin. Ah, uh, so there. Well, and I disagree with you, Heather, on uh, on the case from Rutgers. I mean, what that kid did was invade that other person's privacy, well, and I I do I. It ultimately did lead to that child's death. So. I do agree he deserved time, but not that long a sentence. Well, and maybe that. maybe on that point, I don't know law well enough to argue how long he should have to pay. In fact, he's not even a citizen. He's going to have to leave the country, isn't he? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. I believe he is. Well, I appreciate your call, Heather. Thank you. And uh, whether you agree with me or Stephen, it doesn't matter. Phone line's open for you, 800-888-340-3373. Uh, Robert's in Reno, Nevada. Hello, Robert. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Stephen. Yo, what's your thought? Well, my thought is is that a there are too many laws, and b if this creep is telling my daughter that he's got dreams of raping her, I will have her point him out to me, and I will go and have a little visit with him. <laughs> he will not be confronting children anymore. He won't be doing that. <laughs> See, there's no laws necessary. You've just taken That's care exactly of it. Exactly right. 
you take care of your family, you take care of your women, you protect your people, and all of a sudden, when these creeps realize that they can't away with this, get away with this anymore and can't be protected by the laws, you're going to watch it dry up a little bit, I have a feeling. You make them an offer you can't refuse. Or, or as they say in the uh, concealed carry states, shoot it, kill it, drag it inside. I wasn't even going that far. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they're on your front porch. He doesn't learn the lesson. Right. No, 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 I got you. The lesson is distasteful enough that he remembers it and gets to make an improvement on himself. All right, Robert. Thanks for the call. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks for listening to KKFT there in Reno, Nevada. In 20 seconds, we've got Kevin from the Bronx. Hey, Kevin. Hey, how you doing? You're short on time. Go quick. I tuned in. I tuned in late, and I just wasn't sure whether you were anti-homophobe or anti-pedophile or both. Anti-homophobe? You mean against well, the people who are afraid of? Against? No, no, no. Forget that. If you were against. You know what, Kev? We're out of time. Sorry. Governor Mike Huckabee said, "I can't tell you how wrong I wished Kevin McCullough had been when, in 2006, he was the very first to predict the Obama presidency." I've got to say, I'm very amused when I start hearing comments about, well, the president needs to show more leadership on this. Let, let me tell you something. I've been here. Beer summits. I said we've got to get done, uh, get this done. And so there's no point in procrastinating. There's no point in putting it off. 76 rounds of golf. Eight weeks of vacation. 149 fundraisers. 